Welcome! You are listening to Dream Infringement on KSKQ, 89.5 FM and 94.1 FM, also streaming live at kskq.org. Dream Infringement is a trio of friends. Um, We like to tell stories and play songs based on a weekly theme, and this week's theme is all about autumn and the autumnal delights that we can behold this time of year. And I felt compelled to do this theme because this year especially felt like as soon as we hit the middle of August, everyone was already talking about fall. And that bummed me out because I'm not a huge fan of of summertime. Um, But I also don't like to be pressured into the next season before, before I'm ready. Um, I don't like to start seeing fall things until it is actually fall. And so the first day of fall, I think, was like September 23rd, like a week or so ago. And yeah, now it feels appropriate to uh, start getting sweaters out. Like the, the weather is warmer. Like everything has caught up with actual fall. I just, I don't, you know, let me have the end of summer. Let me be hot. Let it be smoky. Let the sun be blazing down on us. Um, but don't try to trick me into, uh, fall things. Maybe you're opposite. Maybe you like to prepare for fall. I just, it feels like, like disingenuous to myself, like I'm trying to trick myself into something um, before before it's time. So anyway, to start things off, we're going to play a song by Nat King Cole. It's Autumn Leaves. Old winter's song, but I miss you most of all, my darling. When autumn leaves start to fall Jennifer here. So my cat Theo is soft. Like so soft, so plush. Your fingers just descend into this warm, soft, lush fur. And he's a bigger cat. He's about 15 pounds and he has a big purr and it's just a tactile delight if you're a sensory person. It's a real life stuffed animal that unfortunately does not want to be one. He does not want to be a lap cat. He doesn't want to sit still for that long. He loves me. He wants to be with me wherever I go. I'm definitely his human mom, but just He doesn't want to be snuggled up to me on a couch or a bed. He forbears a few moments of it as kind of a peace offering or a compromise. You can tell usually his heart's not in it. Though recently, in the past few months, he has crawled into my lap. Well, it's more like he has crawled into my arms and slung himself across my shoulder kind of situation. But... He's done it voluntarily for a few moments for some scritches and pets, which he does like. He likes to be petted, just not cuddled. 
And that whole time has been lovely. I can just hug his little rotund body while he purrs with gusto. And I tell him what a good and handsome boy he is. But I'm hoping the colder that it gets, the more a warm lap and pair of arms will entice him. He's two and a half years old right now. And so I'm hoping too, as he gets a little older, he'll get a little less fidgety and succumb to the snuggle. I think food and warmth is every cat's downfall. People will say how in ancient times cats domesticated themselves. Like they made a conscious choice to invade human homes for the perceived luxury. So hopefully too, Theo will change his mind about his independence and autonomy just to chill with his favorite human who has the big fuzzy blanket for a little while because I can't imagine anything more cozy on a chill autumn day than to sip a hot beverage with my fluffy soft cat in my lap as he purrs away. (laughs) If I keep envisioning it, maybe it will manifest. Um, I wanted to play the song Don't Fence Me In by Labyrinth because actually I think of that song often when I am trying to convince him for yet another consecutive and failed attempt that he should cuddle with me. Apparently hope springs eternal and I just cannot let it go. So here is Labyrinth with Don't Fence Me In. Give me land, lots of land under starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Let me ride through the high-flying city that I love. Don't fence me in. I love spring and I love fall. I love having cooler weather, um, but like the sun is still shining and it's cheery. That's like my ideal day. And those days, you know, typically come up during spring and fall. I love a light sweater. I love layers. All of those things. So I am I'm excited for the change in seasons. I don't know if it's just me or if anyone else else out there feels this way, but I feel like I can almost sense when the season is changing. Like everything in the outside world suddenly seems quieter and I don't know. It's just like this shift is happening. I don't know. Let us let us know on Instagram or Facebook if you feel the same way. Or maybe it's just that school has started and there's not as many kids like running around. <laughs> maybe that's why it's quiet. Everyone's like at work at school. There's nobody around. Maybe that's it. Um, I'm really looking forward to all of the seasonal food products everywhere, but specifically Trader Joe's and like whatever candles they have happening and the cute little decorations that excites me um I'm not terribly excited about the uh, mood disorder that crops up this time of year for me I do have like a seasonal depression and it does it does like hit me really hard um and especially this year for some reason like as soon as the weather started getting colder it was like bam ah there it is 
I know the darker days are coming. They're already here. We're going to have to change our clocks and fall back. And uh, I don't like to do that. And it, it it is like, it feels like unjust because I don't like to be hot. Um, but I do like the days being longer and I do like seeing the sun. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just, I just can't quite uh, get it right with any of the seasons. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's a lot to look forward to. And we had a very busy summer and I, I'm looking forward to things hopefully kind of calming down during the fall and winter months. And I'm looking forward to making more soups. I made a chicken pot pie tonight. It felt very um, seasonal and cozy. And yeah. And just in general, I am a big fan of of fall. And all the things that go along with it. Except for the depression. I'm not a fan of that. Um, The song I'm going to play is a song that I've been listening to a lot lately. And it just, I don't know, it's kind of like slow and beautiful. And it reminds me of this time of year. This is Come Into My Arms by November Ultra. Every now and Bobby here with Dream Infringement, and I am currently sitting in a room, my living room, with my two boys, Weston and Indigo. And I'm going to ask my oldest, Weston, who is 10 years old, a question. And it has everything to do with the season that is upon us, which is the season of fall. There are many wonderful things that are unique to fall. And I want to hear it from the kids. What's so special about fall? And what do you like to do that you can only do during fall? Or, I guess, the colder months? Weston, how would you answer that question? What do I like to do during fall? Um, I love to, I love to um, just take drives, take country drives. I love staying inside. That's it. That's it. Is there anything special about the food that you like to eat this time of year? Is there anything like that that's unique to fall? Special things that you like to eat during fall? Um, things that like orange food, like yellow, orange, gold, um, sometimes even red are associated with fall. I love pumpkin spice. I love just pumpkins in general. I love pumpkin pie. I really like I really like like pumpkin spice coffee, like pumpkin spice mochas and lattes and stuff. That's really that's really cool. I I like that you associate uh the colors of the food with the colors of fall. Now, why is it that those colors are associated with fall? Well, it's because the leaves turn gold and red and orange and yellow. And you know, even sometimes some of them just stay green. Yeah. Yeah, and we just got done with summer, 
And a lot of the things that we like to do during summer is like go to the park and go swimming, things that you can only do when it's hot outside, right? Um, go sit at the beach when it's really nice and hot and enjoy the, the cool air from, from the ocean. But now that it's getting colder, you said you like to spend time inside. I like to spend, I like to, I like having, there's a lot of people having dinners and potlucks and stuff now. Because everyone brings their own little thing, and I love just eating a nice, warm, cozy, home-cooked meal from time to time, just wrapped up in a blanket at home while it's foggy outside. While it's foggy outside. Wow, that sounds really special, Weston. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on fall. Now let's turn our attention to Indigo. He is six years old, and I'm going to ask you the same question. What is so special about fall, about this time of year, Indy? What do you like to do, and what's special about it to you? It's just, I love jumping in leaves, and it's just, it's fun. We just, it, it's really fun to have, like, me at night. Sorry, I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah it, I like, like, I like to drink, like, warm stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, I know you and your brother are big fans of pumpkin spice lattes. What do you like about the taste of pumpkin spice, Indy? It's just, it's really... It's like cinnamon-y and like pumpkin and like, it's like, yeah, and, and it's like kind of spicy, but it's good. It's just, yeah. And so you said that you like to jump in piles of leaves. What, what's so fun about jumping in piles of leaves? Um, like just the jumping, <laughs> the jumping. Yes. And and what about the what happens with the leaves when you jump into the pile? They um like they, I I've experienced uh that they crunch. Is there like a leaf crunch that you enjoy? Yeah. Yeah, you like the leaf crunch. Um, w because it's colder, you and your brother sometimes spend time inside a little bit more. What do you like to do inside your house uh, for fun when it's cold outside? Um, I like to drink hot chocolate, and, and like, I like to drink fried eggs. You like to eat fried eggs? Yeah, and like chicken, and like chicken wings, like fried, and, and cold ice cream, or dessert. So it sounds like you do a lot of eating when you're inside and it's cold outside. Do you like to do any fun games? Um, like, Weston and me made up this game called Horse, and it's where we, like, grab something, we run to grab it, and whoever loses, we just, we just do nothing. That sounds like lots of fun making up games that you can play inside the house. All right, Weston and Indy, thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking to me about fall. Um, thank you. Too. I 
I loved it talking about fall, like jumping in the weaves, playing games, and drinking hot stuff, like eating, and yeah, and, and yeah, and I just, I love it. Fall is one of my favorite seasons. Thank you so much for talking to, to me about it. Sometimes I don't know if I'm hot because I'm anxious or anxious because I'm hot, though it's possible to be both simultaneously. But sometimes when it's really hot outside and I'm doing something that I find personally challenging that makes me feel anxious, like grocery shopping or running errands, it's like the heat just gets over the top for me and I feel so hot, like I'm incinerating from the inside out. And heat can trigger anxiety. It can cause an increase in the stress hormone cortisol, which fuels anxiety symptoms like shortness of breath, nausea, fatigue, restlessness, dizziness, sweating, shaking, dehydration. So when I'm in the middle of feeling that hot, I like to rush home and sit in a dark bathroom with my feet in a tub of cold water with some scented Epsom salts that I like that smell like oranges. And sometimes I'll add Korean face mask that I keep in the fridge uh, for that purpose that's really cold and put that on. Or I might follow this up by lying on the couch with an ice pack under my neck and one under the small of my back because that's what feels calming to me, that feels good to me. And there is a reason why that is or why my body would respond that way. And it involves a buzzword that I have been hearing more and more, uh, which is the vagus nerve. And I didn't really know what it was. It just seemed to be something that people were concerned about. They were trying to stimulate it or reset it. And I was like, but why? What is the function of this? Uh, so I used this as an opportunity to look it up and hopefully we can learn about this together. Uh, as you're probably aware, I'm not a doctor. So before you apply anything, I say, please make sure to do your own research and consult with your real live doctor. And so that's my disclaimer. You have been disclaimed. Uh, in our nervous system, there's kind of two key players. You have the parasympathetic nervous system and then the sympathetic nervous system. And your sympathetic nervous system, it's kind of known for its role of responding to dangerous or stressful situations. It's like the star of its own very action-packed movie that is going to swoop in with an action plan and it's all about the fight or flight freeze uh, <laughs> response. Like it's ready to go, go, go. The parasympathetic nervous system is considered sort of the rest and digest mode. It's like the comfort movie that you watched all the time when you were a kid. So it's kind of got the opposite energy. And the vagus nerve, it's like the delegated candidate whose job it is to deal with you. It's the main component of the parasympathetic nervous system. The word vagus in Latin means to wander. 
and this is sometimes referred to as the wandering nerve because it covers a lot of bases. It has a lot of stops. Uh, it's rooted in the brainstem and the cerebellum and in science speak it is the critical link between body and brain that relays diverse sensory information important for metabolism, respiration, inflammation, and cardiovascular functions, including stomach, duodenum, ileum, heart, aorta, liver, lung, trachea, and pancreas. Yes, it's got its finger in a lot of pies, and it's very busy. It has its, distribu its distributing chemicals, neurotransmitters, and hormones, and keeping all of that going. And you can actually have a high vagal tone index or a low vagal tone index. And having a high one is associated with strong social connections, positive emotions, better physical health. And individuals with low tone index can experience a greater, they have a greater chance of experiencing depression, heart attacks, loneliness, negative feelings, and stroke. And so when this nerve is malfunctioning, it can cause a lot of issues that you wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, it's got to be my, you know, parasympathetic nervous system. You would just think like, I'm having a lot of stomach issues. It must be something I'm eating or allergic to, but it's all kind of related. And so sometimes you can work to try and stimulate the healthy function of the vagus nerve by doing different things that kind of summons it, I would say. Almost all places suggest learning to breathe deeply uh, because when we start to get stressed, most of us hold our breath and the sympathetic nervous system is like, we're not breathing, we're not breathing. And it like, you know, sounds the alarm and everything. It kind of evokes that fight, flight, freeze response and that increases the sensation of pain, stiffness, anxiety, fear. So we don't want to hold our breath. Other things that they suggest is loud gargling with water, singing, humming, chanting, anything that activates your vocal cords, which in turn can stimulate the vagus nerve. I wonder if uh, working on your radio program for KSKQ can help. I feel like my vocal cords are very stimulated right now. A foot massage or other kinds of massage can help simulate the vagus nerve. I'm recalling of how much I truly love a good pedicure and that <laughs> makes sense to me. Uh, they also say eating fiber can help stimulate it because there is a super strong connection between brain health and gut health. If you eat your fiber it can do your brain good and they say laughter that can help with your immune system lift your mood and stimulate the vagus nerve and then the point that is the point that I was even talking about all of this is by exposing your body to acute cold conditions like taking a cold shower splashing cold water on your face while your body is adjusting to the cold the sympathetic nervous system activity declines and so while heat can cause anxiety or anxiety can cause heat and the sympathetic nervous system is all up in my anxiety by me going home and soaking my feet in cold water or applying cold compresses it's a way to help stimulate the vagus nerve 
into calming my body and mind down. It's a way to kick it into gear. And so that's why when I do that, it feels better to me because it does have a calming effect. And that might not be everybody's uh, way of handling it or dealing with it. I mean, we all kind of have to find our own solutions. And so for me with the air getting colder and colder and the heat kind of dissipating, it's absolutely one of the things that I really enjoy about the advent of fall is that it makes my brain feel a lot quieter. It makes me feel calmer and more secure. And so I enjoy it. I'm, I've been looking forward to it. I've been enjoying it now. Um, I haven't turned on the heater yet. <laughs> I've just been cold and I like it. So yeah, <laughs> yay for fall. This song is Too Darn Hot by Ella Fitzgerald because sometimes I just get too darn hot. It's too hot outside the temperature, inside the temperature. So it makes me think of this song a lot and I hope you like it. I always enjoy a good Ella Fitzgerald song. It's too darn hot. It's too darn hot. I'd like to sup with my baby tonight. Refill the cup with my baby tonight. Hey there, Emily here with some fun fall facts that I have sourced from the internet. The season was originally just called Harvest. And then autumn came around later in the 1300s. And then English poets started using the phrase the fall of leaves, and it became very fashionable to call the season fall. But by the mid-1800s, after the split of the colonies from England led to language change, England reverted back to autumn, and North America retained um, the term fall. So that's a little brief history lesson for you on autumn versus fall. What's the right way to say it? There is no right way. However, wherever your heart leads you to in the moment. Um, more people fall in love in fall. It's thought that because the weather is cooler, it lends itself to people wanting to be in closer proximity to other people and that leads to cuddling and that leads to love obviously did you fall in love and fall if you did or currently are let us know on instagram or facebook reach out to us we want to hear your stories too all right here's another fun fall fact it's not only like pumpkin spice time, but it's also apple season. Oh, there's a speaking of apples, there's like a fruit fly in my house and it keeps going right in front of my face. Why do they do that? What's the deal? I don't know. All right, anyway, back to apples. There are more than 7,500 apple varieties. Isn't that wild? So. I don't know what you want to do with that information. You have 7,500 different um, options. And that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I'm 
partial to the jazz apples. I like the crunch um, and the flavor. I think that's pretty good. And of course, you've got, you know, Granny Smith for apple pies and about 7,498 more varieties. Apparently, there's a candy corn day. My family was just discussing candy corn um, the other evening, and we were wondering if, if anybody, like, really thoroughly enjoys candy corn. What's another thing you can let us know? Are you a candy corn fan? Let us know and tell us why. Explain yourself. Um, yeah, and it, in, in this article, it mentions that this is a a um it's a real love or hate thing with candy corn it seems there's just really no no one in the middle um the brightest full moon is in fall and it's called a harvest moon we've already had one of those we talked about it in our moon episode it happened in august though um but maybe there's another one coming up sometime i haven't looked into that that would be cool because those are beautiful Bobbing for apples was a courting ritual. Ooh, more falling in love in fall. It was an old-fashioned Halloween party game that originally started as a British courting ritual. Men were assigned an apple, and the women would bob for them trying to get the right apple from the man she has her eye on. If she was successful, it was taken as an omen that they were meant to be together. Oh, that's cute. And awkward. I don't know if you've ever, I think I did bob for apples once at a, like a kid's party and it was not easy. It wasn't easy. All right. Here's our final fun fall fact for the evening. Fall leaf colors are caused by sugar. It, who doesn't love the changing leaves. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Um, but the color on the leaves, they turn, the color that the leaves turn is based on how much sugar is in the leaves. So I guess the, the more brilliant and red they are, the more sugar is in the tree on the leaf. Here's another fall-themed song. It's called Fooled by September by Matilda Lynn. Cold touch, but it's gentle like a hug you think you wished for. Brown leaves meet the pavement in a leftover song Hey there, hi there, ho there. This is your favorite dream infringement host that you love to love the most, Bobby here. And I am going to present you with a segment here on Dream Infringement that I have fondly come to call Bobby's Pop Culture Corner. That's right. That's when I take the theme that we are considering for the week, I throw it in a blender with all that pop culture has to offer, I press the smoothie setting and I see what comes out. So, without much further ado about nothing, I am going to throw fall in with all that pop culture has to offer. Here are some of the top fall movies 
that perhaps you are very much familiar with and perhaps you've never seen in your life. Maybe, just maybe, this segment will move you to go to your local VHS rental shop, check out a, a tape, and pop it in the VCR. And if you don't understand that reference, then you're going to have to find a mad scientist who has retrofitted a DeLorean to allow you to go back in time so that you can see what your dad or your uncle or your grandma or your aunt or your older sister experienced. So here are some of the best fall movies that elicit all those cozy autumnal vibes. Is that how you say it, Emily? Autumnal? Okay, the first one is When Harry Met Sally. Number two is Dead Poet Society. That's right. Dead Poets Society starred Robin Williams and many other young actors who would go on to uh, become huge movie stars like Ethan Hawke and other young actors that don't come to mind at the moment. But Ethan Hawke was definitely in it. And I mean, he's a pretty big deal. So number three is the movie October Sky starring Jake Gyllenhaal. I know it has to do with NASA and shooting a rocket out into outer space. I don't think I've seen it, but I am aware that Emily and her family watched that a lot while she was growing up. She mentions that pretty frequently. For some reason, October Sky happens to pop up in our lives like quite frequently. So October Sky, that is number three. When Harry Met Sally. Did I say When Harry Met Sally first? Well, When Harry Met Sally deserves to be number one and number four. So there's, it's, it's that good. It's that good. Uh, the next one is Remember the Titans. Now this is for you sport heads out there. This is a movie starring Denzel Washington. And he takes this ragtag motley crew of young high school boys and turns them into mean, uh, lean football playing machines. And it's inspiring and it takes place in the 60s. So there's an awesome soundtrack to accompany it. And uh, it'll make you cry. And it'll make you want to get out there and play football uh, in the fall leaves at the closest playground uh, with your buds. That is a great movie, and uh, yeah, I know a lot of you uh, sport fans out there. This is this is one of the uh, the essentials in sport movies. Yet another autumn movie, The Cider House Rules. This is starring Tobey Maguire, Michael Caine, and Charlize Theron. It's uh a very sweet movie about a an orphan that becomes an adopted son of a doctor played by Michael Caine it's i remember being disturbed at certain points while watching it and then i remember being like endeared a feeling of endearment while watching it so it's a mixed bag if you're okay feeling a mixed bag of emotions, yeah, definitely go go check it out. Another one, you've got mail. It's uh, it's a big, it's a heavy hitter in the rom com genre. Uh, you have Tom Hanks and you have Meg Ryan. I mean, need I say more? Uh, 
last but not least is a movie that I feel everyone who is alive and would have been old enough to purchase a ticket at the time that this movie came out somehow has watched and then immediately erased any memory of this movie because this movie for some reason tends to be forgettable um and there's a reason why it's because in my opinion it's pretty terrible uh it's called the lake house it's starring keanu reeves and sandra bullock and you might remember the last movie that they were in before the lake house which which would have come out I believe like in 2007, 2006, uh, the last movie, the movie before the lake house was speed. So in speed, they're both in a bus that cannot stop or slow down. And it has to maintain like the speed limit of uh, speed limit of 65. And if it goes any slower than that, then the bus explodes and everybody on the bus dies, including Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. And it's like a very intense uh, action movie from the early 90s. And then fast forward a good 10 or 15 years and you have The Lake House, a serious romantic movie involving a time-traveling mailbox in which Sandra Bullock, who is, I think, in the future, sends love notes to uh, Keanu Reeves, who lives in the same house, but in the past. And it's not the distant past. It's only about an eight-year difference. So <laughs> there's very few, very few things that they would have, um, you know, have not have in common. Uh, I mean, a lot of things change, I guess, in eight years, but yeah, so that's, so that's, those, those are the, um, those are autumn movies that are of note that maybe you've heard of and maybe you didn't. Uh, the, the thing that I feel these autumn, autumn movies all have in common, obviously outside of it being fall, uh, there is a coziness to them. There's a comfort to them. And I think that that's what fall does. Fall is like like the very sweaters that we take out of storage and put on to stay warm as things start to get cold. And I think that fall is like a warm hug. Uh, it's a warm hug from your grandma that maybe you remember as a kid when you go and visit her on Thanksgiving break. Uh, it's a hot mug of hot chocolate with extra marshmallows. And it's the uh, chicken pot pie that you get to dig into and eat and be reminded that even though it's getting colder and even though winter is around the corner, uh, and the sun is going to kind of say goodbye for just a little bit. Uh, everything is going to be okay. Because movies like When Harry Met Sally exist. All right, folks. It's that time again. We have reached the end of our lovely radio show called Dream Infringement. Uh, we're so happy that you took the time to listen in on this uh, cold October evening. I don't know. Emily's informing me uh, 
by use of hand signals that only someone who's been married to her for almost 15 years can understand that it might not be as cold as I'm saying it is. So uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us. And uh, we're just so glad that we got to all spend this time together. Stay tuned for some fabulous KSKQ content. We will say goodbye with a song. Here is Yola Tango with Autumn Sweater. Mm -hmm.